Hey guys, welcome to Do The Math Podcast, another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, comedian Jerome Tennyson. You know, I'm excited, man, fantasy football, I love it. We're heading into week three, matter of fact, it's week three right now. The uh, Thursday game is just starting, um, or not just starting, but the Thursday night game is on, which is the Houston Texans, Houston Texans versus the uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, I know some people probably got players playing in it, and I'm sure, and I know I have a few um, things I'm keeping my eye on in it. And, you know, it's just exciting, man. Two weeks down, going into the third week. You don't have nothing to worry about if you're 0-2. You still got a chance. You know, you might be upset and cussing, but, you know, you'll be fine. 1-1, one one, you're sitting pretty at 1-1 one because one you're right there, especially if you win this week. And then if you're 2-0, and oh, you you know, you're pretty much thinking championship, like I mentioned before. You're 2-0, and oh, you're thinking, I'm about to win this. It's over. Can't nobody see my team, you know. So it's exciting, man. I'm just glad the season is back. And today I got two two guests on today. You know, I'm excited to have them on. Uh, one guest, he's been on already. You need know, a reoccurring guest. You guys know him. He's back. He's back again for an episode. Welcome, Neil. What's up, Jerome? Hey. Back. Nothing much, man. Nothing much, man. We got fantasy ex- fantasy uh, football expert Neil in here. Thanks for joining again, man. Uh, we, you know, glad to have you back, man. You know, the airwaves they missed you, man. The fans wanted to hear from you. Uh, glad to be back. Glad to be back. I know I missed the last episode or two, but uh, I'm, I'm dying to get back on. Thanks for having me, man. No doubt, no doubt. And then I'm um, also coming on. I have. Another very special guest. This is his first time on. I've been trying to get this guy, man. He's 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 hard to catch up to, man. He's busy. He's you know a fantasy football expert as well, man. He, he knows his stuff, and um, you know he charges some people to come on their podcast, but he's he's doing it for free for me. Um, the legend, the living legend, legend Jerry. Give it up, y'all, for Jerry Tennyson. Thank you, thank you for the warm welcome, man. You know, I couldn't charge you for this. It's, um, I know the next time we go to the strip club, you give me an extra couple dances, you know, because I've been known to um, have to exit the VIP very rapidly <laughs> and, and get you to get the car running because I ran up the uh, toll on the dance, so I gotta. I, I know you'll take care of me. <laughs> what, what do you? Why you skate more? You guys spending money at the strip club? Or- <laughs> you know, I, I, I can I can answer that one. Anything not focusing on them is cheating. So it don't matter, man. It could be you spending too much time watering the grass, man. It's like this: you looking at the clock, or like, wait a minute. Yesterday you spent twenty two minutes. Now today you're doing thirty minutes. Uh, what, what's going on here? There's no titties in your face. Yeah, yeah. Saint Augustine grass or me? <laughs> well, well, my wife thought I was only in two leagues until she heard the first episode, so <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> so we had to have a long talk about the eighteen, uh, um, fifth, sorry, fifteen um, leagues that I'm in. <laughs> hey, hey, Neil, I, I threw you under, I, I threw you under the bus, Neil. I said, well, Neil's in one hundred and two. I mean, you know, <laughs> at least I'm not like that nut. <laughs> Yeah, so, but it's all fun, man. You know, I'm I'm glad you know Neil introduced me to to a lot of uh, different playing with a lot of different like uh, what do you call it categories and stuff like the median, 
the tight end premium. We do 1.5 points per reception for the tight end premium. Uh, super, super, oh, super flex is the best thing going, man. I, I'm I, now it's so hard, huh, Jerry? When you play in other leagues without a super flex, how do you, how do you, what do you think about playing in leagues without the super flex? I know, man. It's 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 um it's one of those things where. Once you had the real thing, you can't go back. I say it's equivalent to having like unprotected sex, man. Once you do it, you can't go back to where the condom That is hilarious, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, when I think about some of the leagues I've been in, uh, one of the craziest was I realized the guy was – charging a commissioner fee so instead of just splitting the, the the winnings amongst everybody he was getting free entry because he was um, having everybody pay for him to play wow fine to do that but he never announced it because you know i don't really add up the breakdown i trust the commissioner to add it up and it's, and it's going to be right numbers but um i finally did the math one time and he just said as a matter of fact he's yeah that is and, that, and, and, and oddly enough that was a league where it was not ppr oh yeah of course a, it was a 10-man league oh yeah like, um, oh yeah you know now i can only play a 12 and up man it's like yeah oh, yeah. yeah you have to show more skill when you play with more teams so oh yeah eight and ten teams i, I just can't do yeah, it just. I really? Okay. I don't play. I, I, I figured you play best ball because you play in everything. But. I play it. I play you play it, it, but you don't like it as much. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, because I've never played it. I was like, no, nah, what's the. Po-? That's. Yeah, I just. Yeah, that's just, you know, that's how I kind of feel about it. And then, like, even with, like, kickers, I'm not for or against it. Like, I'll, I'll play in leagues with it, and I'll play in leagues that don't have it. But I'm not like strong one way or the other because to me it's just part of the game, you know. Because it, it, yeah. it's so much luck that goes into this that it's just like that's part of it, man. Like heck, a kicker kicks it, yeah. and you know, fifty yarder makes it. You can't predict that, but it's a lot of stuff you can't predict in the game, you know. But if you know, but just like every other position, you get the best kickers, you put yourself in the best position to win. Um, but like I said, I'm not for or against it either way. But I'm just like I know some people are like oh kickers I hate it I hate it or some people and but I've had it the other way around I've had a guy who didn't want to join the league because there wasn't no kickers he was like I'm used to playing with kickers I said oh, okay well you know <laughs> so yeah. it goes both ways you know I think but I think more people especially now because and I think this is what happened everybody's reading the same damn articles and I think these articles are pushing oh yeah no kickers because these guys are just like you know they you might as well play best ball to me like that's you know. I know, man. What am I doing, man? Hey, I, I try to keep keep up on the up and up, you know. So I'll try to read no, some some of some of the articles, man. But you know, a lot of them are redundant. Hold on, let me hold on, hold on one second. Let me Google let me Google redundant to make sure I used it correctly. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I just burped. So yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But I just noticed there was a, you know, we're, we're watching this Thursday night game together, and there was a trade. Now, this trade, grade the trade, guys. One team gave up CEH. The other one gave traded him for DJ Moore. 
Who won that trade? Ooh. I mean, I mean, right now, DJ Moore is – we're in the third quarter right now, and DJ Moore is killing it right now. I'm watching this game, man. He's, uh, Sam Darnold's looking for him every play. Did you guys see that pass interference at the beginning where they grabbed the guy and the ref didn't even call it? The ref was like, no, I bet too much money on this game. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think the refs do do that, man, because I, I read an article – or I listened to a podcast where they read an article about the referee salary, and it said that um, the referees were making like two hundred grand a year. And you know, when you look at how much the players make, they can stand to make more money. You know, they probably you know want to live the life of the players. So I could see them betting and having some issues because some of these calls they're making it's just a head scratcher. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for sure. And then you and then you have to take into consideration they're still humans at the end of the day, so. Even we're not saying all the refs do it, but there are definitely, and it could be all the refs. I'm just saying, but but to act like that that's impossible is just crazy. Like, oh, there's no way, no, no, there's a way. Hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Exactly, because I think people think when you think of a ref cheating, you think they have to make bad calls all the time or throughout the game. No, it's just specific times. Maybe they can make a call to change the momentum. Maybe they can not see a pass interference. Like, you know, maybe the whole game they call it clear, but then, like, at one play in the fourth quarter or something, or even in the third quarter, you know. It's, it's, so it's not they cheat the whole game. That's what I think some people think, um, you know, that yeah. when you think when you mention cheating, like, oh, well, they, they have to be calling bad calls all the game. No, no, it's just, so, you know, similar with basketball. If you can break momentum, that's a huge thing. Uh, but back back to to what you were saying, Jerry. Um, the grade the trade. I'll let you go first, Neil. You grade that trade. C H for D J Moore. Is this league PPR, Jerry? Points per reception. Yes. So points per catch, guys. Every catch you get, you get a point. Kickers go first. Kickers go first. Oh yes, it's our, our league. Kickers go first. Kickers go first. Yeah, this is the one we've been in with each other for what three, four years now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you you said you said DJ Moore was what number going into this game? Number nine. See. See. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let me look at the total fantasy points. Let's let's see right now. So C H has. Sorry, I'm pulling it up. I'm doing my research. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and why you why you pulling it up? I'll weigh in. I, I see DJ Moore. Um, right now his draft value. I probably peg him as a second round pick, high second round. I'm thinking C H might have dropped to like a fifth round for me. Um, so I, I I would definitely um, see I would I would say DJ Moore owner one regardless of ro- roster construction and need because I think that DJ Moore is the, the more valuable player there. Um, there's some people who say that Ceh the reason why he's not doing well because in the preseason he rolled his ankle and they're thinking that that's why he's not doing well. But um, he didn't I do think well people. 
Yeah, exactly. You could just keep making excuses. I mean, you could put lipstick, you know, on a pig. It's still a pig, you know. Yeah, but it got beautiful yeah. lips, though. Yeah, yeah, it got some lips, man. <laughs> and it's deep, too. So, yeah. <laughs> right? So, okay, so 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 DJ Moore has 37.3, uh, 37, let's just say 37 fantasy points uh, heading into this. I wonder if that's heading into this game or added it into it. Um, but either way, uh, CEH only has 12. So, Ooh, I saw that. Damn. He must, he probably felt like he back with the Jets. <laughs> so, I, you know, here's my, here's my take on the trade. Like you say, regardless of kind of what you need, usually when I weigh a trade, I see, okay, what does a guy need? Cause Harley trades are just, there's no such thing as just a perfect trade. It's just not, it's, it's usually always going to feel like it's one sided. Cause usually when you do a trade, you're usually trying to fill a certain thing. Like I'm missing a running back. So maybe I, I have a plethora of receivers. I'll get rid of a receiver, you know, a good receiver and try to get a running back. And then, you know, maybe half the league wouldn't even talk to you. So you end up accepting a weak trade, but we're not even going to put those factors into it. It's just a straight up trade. DJ Moore one, whoever got DJ Moore, it is not even, it's not even close. CH, um, you know, I remember going into his rookie year, uh, when Kansas City drafted him, they were already talking about how Jonathan Taylor was better. They um, had a couple other guys that they felt were better um, for the Kansas City than CH. Because remember, CH wouldn't even get the goal line carries. Remember initially last year. That's right. He still yeah. That's so, yeah. So, I mean, and and, and if, in the Super Bowl, I feel like that was one of the things that kind of cost them in the Super Bowl. They missed Damian Williams. I think having that running back that could catch out the backfield and, and was shifty and stuff. Um but fantasy wise, yeah, I think the DJ Moore side wins. I think it's uh, I don't even think it's close. But I mean, you know, as I mean, as of right now, you know, you never know. Like all of a sudden, he you know, shoots up or something, and then he <laughs> you know turns into a whole nother player or something. Yeah, but yeah. but as of right yeah, now, that's true. And then we'll all be recording the next podcast, and we'll say, oh yeah, we all believe in CEH. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> yep. Come back and do well. And so, I guarantee you, I'll go I'll back. I saw like uh, LSU, I saw right? Yeah, yeah. I saw a leak um, lateral movement. Like I know his long speed. I think he ran a four six forty. But I saw a leak quickness when he was moving laterally, and he just doesn't have that in the NFL. I don't know if everyone's just that much faster, or if he had to take a pay cut to enter, enter the NFL. You know, he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. That could that could yeah, have something I, to do with it. But yeah, I told. Oh, go ahead, Neil. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't have one share of the man in Dynasty. And the reason is, is everyone thinks he went to the oh, Chiefs. Oh, that's past interference. You know, all of a sudden, he's going to, yeah, well, all of a sudden, he's going to be this, you know, elite running back. He was great at LSU. I, I don't doubt that. And I yes. I, I agree with that. Because he wasn't up to the par with Swift. He wasn't up to par with JT. He wasn't up to par with Cam Akers. Those guys who should have been and then and then and then he went to the perfect team all explosive offense so it's not like he had to be great he was already in an explosive offense um and i agree i agree with you guys college tape he oh 
Oh, wow. Sorry about that. I thought uh, DJ Moore just got rocked. <laughs> it was like 28 seconds to go in the, in the third quarter, and they did a reverse, and DJ Moore ran into the linebacker, Martin, and he took his... Why did he keep going wide? Yeah, you know what? I think sometimes the division, that's what you know. I noticed like with good players, they have that great vision. They know where the hole is and or can anticipate it and hit it and stuff. But, yeah, I don't know why he went so damn wide. So it looks like our consensus is... Um, that whoever got DJ Moore wins that trade. Lance, is it landslide? Are we going landslide? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going landslide. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going on. I'm doing the collision. collusion. Oh, you're going borderline collusion. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? Wow, is that bad? Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, Swift would be. Oh, Swift would be eating. In fact, Swift probably would 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 uh, he would probably take over the number two fantasy spot on Kansas City. It probably would go uh either Tyreek Hill or or um, and then Swift and then Kelsey probably or Kelsey and then Swift. I think because Swift is just. Cause they, cause, cause they like throwing to the running back that much in Kansas City is what I mean. Like you know, Andy, Andy, Andy Reid is known for that with Brian Westbrook. You know what I mean, Sean McCoy. So he, right? Cause he had LaShawn McCoy too, right? In Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. For sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, oh, yeah, he's so bad. To stop the pass, yep. And then, and then Andy Reid or whoever the coordinator is, Eric, Eric, uh, what's his name, Eric, uh, Behemi, 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 whatever. Uh, anyway, I can't pronounce his name right now, but uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. But you know, whoever is calling the plays, man, they do a heck of a job because that offense opens up, man. And it's just like, you know, they and you have Mah- and you have Mahomes back there, man. You have a gr- such a great quarterback back there. That man, just having a good quarterback changes a lot of stuff. You have to have an offensive line as well, but just having a good quarterback, my gosh, somebody who can see the field and do progressions and and, and buy time on a play with their feet while still looking downfield or can run for it is just so many plays you could draw up, man. It's like playing football outside with each other. Like you got that one guy who's just like an explosive athlete and you know does everything. Oh, good pass. <laughs> Y'all better leave my boy CEH out of this. <laughs> Matter of fact.
Oh, decisions. Decision yeah. Because that's one of the reasons I think Watson is upset because they're not asking him. But look, when they asked Mahomes what should he do, he said CEH, and they got him. And he's a bum, man. He's looking yeah. like he needs to be playing in the XFL or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, feel for the tape. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't just it doesn't translate into in a field. I know some of his measurables wasn't were not that great. Um, you know, heading into it and stuff, but. That's the thing. He probably would have failed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Absolutely. Because look, man, didn't didn't um didn't didn't the Chiefs pass up on uh DK Metcalf and uh well a lot of teams passed up on DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf and um not not AJ Brown, some other receiver too. That they man, could you imagine them having that in their offense though? Whew. Right, right, because that's the only thing they're missing. If anything, is just that yeah. third receiver. Oh and man! You saw, you know, Watkins is is a show of himself. Yeah. But in their offense for that Super Bowl run, he was excellent. You know, he got he had a um, multi million dollar contract because he was he was wide open catching the pass. Yep. Yeah. Just one of those things where. That's hilarious. Oh, Terrence Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence, I have Terrence Marshall guys in in a, in, a, in quite a few of my dynasty leagues and stuff. Cause, and I'll tell you why. Since we're talking about LSU, uh, LSU receivers, man, I'm just falling for them all around. <laughs> and, and and I just you know they out of LSU, especially in recent years. I'm I'm drafting. I don't care what round they get drafted. I'm drafting the receivers because at some point these guys seem to kick in gear in the NFL. You got Justin Jefferson, uh, Landry. Odell Beckham. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. I just and you know, obviously, I ran out of names. That's why I said, and the list goes on. But <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. Oh shoot, DJ Moore's down. DJ Moore is down. Oh, wow. He got his helmet off and everything. That ain't good. That is not good. Wow. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Chase, he's looking really good, man. Shout out to Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah. But where he was asked a question that specifically was about the ball, and he answered, and he wasn't making an excuse because they made it sound like, oh, he's complaining because this ball doesn't have the same laces as the college, and he right. can't catch it. But, right. But it actually was more once you put it in context. Yeah. No, you know, you know, Jamar Chase is good. He looked like he's the real deal. And and sometimes I don't as a rookie. 
and and sometimes it hurts me, but when I'm drafting guys, especially in Dynasty or whatever, and they in the offseason saying this guy can't catch or he's not catching well in the preseason and all this kind of stuff, it takes me back to Jerry Rice. When Jerry Rice first got into the NFL, he had problems catching. He wasn't very good at catching. In fact, the fans didn't like that they had got him because it was like, this guy, he's coming from a smaller school, and he was dropping passes for his rookie year. And But but he had the, the heart of a champion. He obviously developed his hands, you know, developed everything he needed to in the offseason and came back and was just, the trajectory from there just shot up. But, um, you know, a lot of times I get lost in the shuffle that, yeah, Jerry Rice couldn't catch, you know. So I, I mainly look for route runners, man. I like route runners. The guy who knows how to run a route, they're always going to be open. And especially with a young QB, they're always going to be looking for the guy they can trust. And they trust route runners because you know what they're going. That's what Amari Cooper, he's such a good route runner. You know, that's why I like him. What I look for is guys who so aggression off the field. Like, <laughs> I don't condone, you know, Tyreek Hill, you know, putting the sun on and all that. But I, I look at that and I see this is a guy. They got something to play for. By any means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got this is a guy that every play he's going to try to win, you know. They got something to play for. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's hilarious, man. That's funny, man. Yeah, I mean, but it is it is very true, though, man. Like, you know, I always say, man, if you if you got the talent, especially as an athlete, you can get you can get away with some stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah, some stuff yeah, you yeah. some stuff I mean, you shouldn't get away with, you know. Man, you know yeah. I, I hate to, you know, I'm happy that he didn't get another chance, but I mean, man, that stiff form he gave her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, but but that just that just shows you though. If he had been a little bit, that shows you that he wasn't as good as we thought he was. Because had he had been a better athlete, he'd still be in the NFL for sure. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Kareem Hunt. You look at Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was back in the league so quick. And the only reason Kansas City had to let him go was because Kansas City had so much stuff going on at the time that they had. It was like, you know, it was it was one of those things. that was like, we got to give something. We got to let him go because it's too much going on right now with our team. Yeah. I was, hey, 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 Neil. Neil. Hey, Neil. We do not talk about that with Ben Rossenberger. You know, you know the media don't cover that. You do not talk about that. No one speaks about that. That all, all he had to do was grow some facial hair. That's hilarious, man. That's too funny. But yeah, yeah, that's very true, though, man. And they they decide what they want to cover too, man. That's the thing with listening to the announcers and and all this stuff. You know, a lot of times I I tell, I tell Jerry. A lot of times I watch the games on mute, like how I'm watching it right now. I know we're recording the podcast, but a lot of times I will watch it on mute because some of these announcers are just so annoying and so vanilla and just bland and 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 and, and the conservative how conservative they are with the way they talk about certain players and stuff. I just yeah, it just it just can't stand it, man. And then yeah, I don't know. It's like the older I get, the more I can't stand listening. There's some good announcers. Like, one of my favorites is Gus Johnson, man. He covers the heck out of uh, sports, man. Oh, he's yeah. exciting. But, um, yeah, yeah, oh. I heard he's back on the NFL again. Brandon, Brandon Cooks just got hit in the back. Oh, my God. 
Hey Neil, any new any news on DJ Moore? Has he entered the game? We're into the fourth quarter now. Has he entered the game again or no? No, I don't think I don't think he's entered yet. Yeah. Well, they haven't had the ball yet either. So. Yeah, he's, and he's not playing defense. You're right. He hasn't. <laughs> he he hasn't got back in yet. Oh yeah, yeah. It's clear that his progress has stopped. Yeah. Now you got five guys all around him. It's not positive going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. It's like having Tyreek Hill teach teach the players how to discipline kids, or Adrian Peterson. You know, it's like you just don't have those guys do that. What were you gonna say, Neil? (laughs) That's funny, dude. Yeah. The game yeah. Was, the game was Insignificant. Insignificant. Yeah. And I love how coaches and stuff act like players act like they don't play fantasy football. You know damn well the coach had Deontay Johnson and was like, yeah. if I can get five more points from him, I'm going to run away with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just glad I haven't. I as much as as much as I love Planet's fantasy football. I'm glad I, I haven't took it as far as tweeting the players like, "Hey, you idiot! I needed one more catch to win this game." As a matter of fact, let's talk about that a little bit. Not the tweeting, but um, let's talk a little bit about week two. I know we're into week three now, Thursday night game. Uh, I want to talk about some pickups from week week two or some guys that maybe you're looking at heading into week three. And I'll start it off a little bit. Um, so I'm playing in quite a few two-quarterback leagues. And as you know, when you're playing in a two-quarterback league, it's bare on there for picking up a quarterback. So I think I discussed it last week. How I spent all my money on Taylor Heineke. I spent like 55% um, percent of my, my budget. And we would play out of 100 so that was $55. And the next closest bid was like $1 or $2. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. But, but Heineke... Played his butt off, played his ass off last Thursday, and he's actually the reason why I won the game. So that already made it worth it for me, cause he won. You know, he did help me win my week. But heading into week three, um, um, as far as quarterbacks, I have my eye on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has been looking good, uh, for what it's worth. You know, playing with the Giants are sorry, but he's been playing fantasy wise. He's been playing well as far as being able to rack up the points, and he's using his legs, and that's. Part of the reason why he's looking good, um, Slayton is getting open on that deep ball. He's just tossing it to Shepard all game, right? And um, he had a I think he had a play where he ran for a touchdown. It got called back because it was holding. But that's kind of the stuff you kind of look for, you know, right now, especially you picking him up off the waiver. Only thing is, I don't know if he can continue it because it's the Giants and it's Daniel Jones. Like we know his his work already. He's shown us his work. Not that a player can't, you know, continue to get better. He's only in, what, his third year or whatever. Um, but that's a quarterback that I think I'm looking at uh, for this week. I actually picked him up in one of my leagues, and I'm actually starting him. I'm not I'm not telling anybody. To, I, one, thing I won't, one thing I won't do on this is tell somebody to pick up somebody I won't play. I, you know, I don't, like, I don't like to be like, hey, pick this guy up. You know, I, w- I would play this guy. 
and I am gonna play it. <laughs> and he's playing against Atlanta. He's playing against the Falcons. Am I right, Neil? He's playing against the Falcons, right? Hey. That's for sure. That's for sure. If he's not going to use his, yeah, if he's not going to use his legs, you know, I mean, that's part of it, though. I think that, um, you know, they they seem to have a, a good little scheme kind of going. Um, I noticed that Barkley's playing more and more each week. He's getting more snaps. I'm still ner- I'm still nervous about him because he had a nice big run. Uh, Barkley did 46 yards, but he still didn't look quite. I know he's coming from injury, so but he's to me he still didn't quite look the same. But he will eventually, I think. But anyways, uh, wow. I, I digress. Yeah, wow. so Daniel Jones is one of my hot pickups. That's okay, Neil. Neil, okay, that's one. We're gonna do we're gonna do five guys like the burgers. So that's that's one for me. That's uh, so Neil, you go next. Who you got? Who you think is a hot pickup or guy you're looking at? Who? I like him a lot too, Neil. I like him a lot. Oh my gosh, you guys are way off. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna I'm I'm do like, uh, like these uh, people on the message boards do. He's not available in my league, man. Not in my league. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tell. <laughs> so tell us about him, Neil. What what you like? I, you know what? Who else do they have on my team? Hawkinson, that's it. Let me, let me. Actually, I was just playing the hater, and I, I do agree with both of y'all with what y'all saying. <laughs> um, I see Daniel Jones being a great pickup, and because he might be turning the corner. Um, I don't know because I don't know if I'm scarred because he looks a little bit like Eli Manning to me, and just throwing, you know, late Eli Manning throwing <laughs> interceptions and stuff, but you know, under pressure. And and I mean, how do you trust a guy that runs <laughs> that wide open touchdown and trips over his own feet? I mean, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. And then, and then just to play devil's advocate about Cephas, 
they had Tyrell Williams, who basically just had one good season with Phillip Rivers years ago as a Charger. He's the legacy player. They got him, and Cephas couldn't steal the job from him. But I will tell you that I was watching the game with Jerome, and I saw that Cephas, he has ball skills. And, you know, you got to take advantage of the rules. And he's able to push off. I mean, run great routes and get himself open at the end, right when the ball's in the air. And he knows how to push off to the point where the refs don't call him. Nice. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. It's just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I um. I actually. I'm actually playing him in the league. As <laughs> another guy I picked up. Um. I I was upset with myself because I missed picking him up last week because I remember. Um, now, my, now the part that I don't know for sure is if Marvin Jones was out or not, but I do remember there were like towards the end of the season, Quintez Cephas had a you know decent game in PPR, I think like thirteen points, something like that. But he caught a couple passes and it left an impression on me. I was like, okay. And um, when once Tyrell Williams went out, I didn't pick him up last week because I thought Tyrell Williams was coming right back. I thought he was only gonna sit out one week and he was coming back. They just told us what like yesterday that hey, this guy's out for a while. He's on IR. So, so I mean, Quentin Cephas is going to get a chance to show what he has. He's going to get he's going to get an opportunity. And, and that's true. And, and one of the ways you, you know a guy looks so good is when they tell somebody, "Oh yeah, you're still hurt." So Tyrell yeah. Williams is ready to be out of the concussion protocol, but they told him, "We put you on IR." You're still <laughs> yeah, you you're still hurt. If you think you're better than this guy, <laughs> we want to get a, we want to get a look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna reevaluate you. I don't care if you've been cleared and the protocol, your benchmarks, all that. Yeah, stuff. you're concussed. You're concussed. Very, very true. They yeah. do do that a lot, though. Yeah, like, and he, I mean, he's like a young Antoine Bolden. I saw him push. I mean, the way it's oh wow. Who is he? Where is he from? He ain't nobody. <laughs> oh wow, guys. Uh, uh, what's his, what's his name? Is not coming back in again. DJ Moore is back, but uh, dang, DJ Moore is limp. I mean, getting up slow every play though. But uh, but Hubbard. Yeah, he did reach out for it because Darnold, Darnold, uh, I don't know what he, I don't know what Darnold was thinking, but um, anyway, he overthrew that one because he's actually. Oh my gosh! On, on a side note, whoa, they just resold that um, the McCaffrey injury. And he has a hamstring, but off, off, wow. Now, what do you guys think? Now, is he out? I'm not a doctor or anything, but. You think he's out three to four weeks, or do they just keep him out as a precaution? No, you go first. That the Texans are so bad that they don't need him. It's so hard to speculate until we hear, you know, injury analysts talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I think he's about the field. Uh, I think Houston's a manageable team to win without him. They have Chuba Hubbard, right? Um, they, they're winning this game pretty handily right now. Not handily, one possession, but it's just. Houston has never seen like a threat in this game, so I think they're just keeping on precaution. But it's a hamstring, so that could be anything. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I pretty much agree to that along those lines that. I think they evaluated and was like, we're we're, getting, we're playing against Houston. Let's give you some extra time off. You know, we don't even need you tonight. Also, what was weird to me what was weird though is like he just went into the tent like, and then five minutes later they were like, I've never seen him come out so fast. Like, oh yeah, he's not playing the rest of the game. So that's kind of scary. That's kind of scary there. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that's hilarious he's like no 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 I would say I think it's a grade one if that's like um, you know what they say for minor because when he when he felt it like he felt his hamstring get tight and then he kind of still hopped and kept going I think if it was like torn you wouldn't have tried to keep stepping you wouldn't have tried to keep running I think he just felt it just cramp up a little bit and then you know that's all it was so I, I don't think it was like a grade three or anything I think it, it, it's kind of minor and I'm and I'm watching him walk off the side of the line right now and, and off the off the field and he, he's walking like so let me ask you guys he this then he might be passing his light skin out there uh <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we are, and we're stalkers because we go on their social media. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, do you guys do that? Right. Sometimes I look at the injury and, I, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I did that in high school. I was fine the next day. <laughs> he'll be all right. I said, I, I, here's my favorite thing. If he can play through the pain, he'll be fine. That's all it kind of depends on because I did the same thing uh, at the gym not too long ago playing ball. And then I got to make myself seem even more like And then I got to make myself seem even more like a hero. I'll be like... In fact, mine was worse than what he got. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still hitting it. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys this then. And then, Jerry, I know you had a point you wanted to make or something you wanted to say. Matter of fact, go ahead, say what you wanted to say, and I'll, I'll bring mine up because I remember mine. Did you, was there something you wanted okay, to say? Yeah, because I'll forget because uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little late for me out here. But uh, one thing was when y'all asked me to come on this podcast, I thought I, I, uh, one thing, right? Right? Because all our, all our opponents, everybody's going to listen to this, right? So one thing I decided is I'm not going to say anything that I really believe because I, <laughs> my goal is to win. I don't want to have other people thinking I know what I'm talking about. And lose every damn league. I'm gonna, I'm gonna misguide everybody. So, one thing that I thought of, and then the other thing is, I just want to tell you how, <laughs> how probably bad of a fantasy player I am. Now that you showed me this dynasty planet where you can see the, the player that you have the most. Yeah, your roster construction. Now this is, now this is just to tell you what kind of team I have. Okay, 
this may or may not be true. I got five <laughs> shares of Mark Ingram, five oh, shares of Max Jay, Williams. Jay, Jay, let me interrupt you. Tell you how many leagues you have first. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so let me re hold on. Let's review this. Let's review this. So I'm in 15 leagues. Uh, Neil is in 102 leagues. Where are you at, Jerry? It actually says your percentage. It actually says your percentage, Jerry. Okay. So, so I am in 18 leagues, right? Whoa! How many does your wife know about? Right. Right. That's what I'm thinking. He has to have enhancements, right? If you talk to him, Neil is knowledgeable about every damn league he's in because we're in like five with him, and he knows everything. He knows everything. Discussion board. He knows the trades. He knows the favorite position. Yeah. You know, he was like credit due. You know, in this other league, kickers go first, man. You got You got your full budget, man. You gonna spend some money or not? I'm like, damn, man. He's like, you could trade, and I was ready to give up in the dynasty league. He's like, man, you could trade your draft picks for next year. You could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he's like, don't panic, Jared. Do not panic, man. He's like, trust me, I've been doing dynasty since. He's been he's been doing dynasty since it was on paper. He's like, you just have to trust everybody. Do the math. Hey, do the math, baby. Do the math. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, you guys, so I think the consensus is, and it could be hoping, that McCaffrey is not out too long. But you guys know who the number one pickup is going to be, no matter what this coming up week, right? It's going to be Hubbard. If you own Hubbard, which I own a few shares, especially, specifically more so in Dynasty than anywhere else, are we selling him? Because this could be a peak. Uh, I, or even in redraft, are you so, uh, Jerry, are you selling, are you selling Hubbard, um, and taking, you know, cause people will probably be willing to trade whatever if they think they're about to get a starting running back. Are you selling Hubbard before the news drops about if McCaffrey's out or not for a while? Somebody's willing to give me CEH. I'm, I'm <laughs> CEH, here we go. <laughs> Call back the CEH. <laughs> I like that. Uh oh, he lying. Not to be told. I think it's for you to figure it out and not tell nobody else. Okay, that's what I think. The game is for. So, so, but the one thing I will give you that's truthful is I believe that I'm not into handcuffing my stars, my studs. I don't handcuff my studs. Why? Because I'm gonna tell you one thing. Today, it looked like Tubba Hubbard was the, 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 you know, he'll have the backfield to himself. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next week. It's going to be it's gonna be a timeshare. It's going to be Royce Freeman. He's going to be there. And then they're also going to they're gonna sign a veteran. Frank Gore. They're going to sign a veteran. Frank Gore is going to come in there and leave them in carries. And, this, and the thing about a veteran is somehow they know every offense. These guys come in yeah. and they acclimate, acclimate themselves <laughs> right away. They're like, <laughs> what, what the heck? Geniuses or what? Like this. Yep. And get the new playbook. Yeah, get the new. I don't know if these guys and veterans might be smart. You guys remember, like when on Hard Knocks, when you get cut, they say, "Bring me your playbook." Maybe these yeah. veterans know some guys who sneak and keep their playbooks when they get cut, and they buy it from them. They say, "Okay, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Give me the playbook, because I'm trying to sign with a team." And I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I couldn't imagine knowing all the plays and then playing Madden because I'm sure it's dumbed down and, and not quite the same. Yeah, 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 it's the most basic stuff. Yeah, yeah because, because, because Manning, I was watching their broadcast and they were like, okay, the first part of the play is for like the blocking and then the other part is, for, you know, so it's like multi-parts, man. I don't know how you just know it. And, yeah. Uh, but I agree, veterans must be veterans for a reason. They must be pretty smart because I remember watching Vince Wilfork on Hard Knocks and, you know, he, he seemed like he was just, just half, you know, half-assing it in practice. And he told the, he told everybody, well, I'm just working on something different. I know I can beat this man on a bull rush, but I'm going to just go slow motion and work on this other stuff and not, you know, <laughs> you know, so I, I guess you get old. You know, that's just for a reason. You're still around. It, it must be because you. Oh, nice block pickup! Oh, that was a good block pickup. This guy's picking up. So that's what you look for—a guy who can pick up a blitz. Um, what, so, so, so what do you? All that said, I'm, I'm willing to blow my whole wife for Chubba Hubbard just so I can trade him for Ceh. Just for <laughs> <laughs> Jerry and Ceh. Don't worry, guys. And Madison goes 10, 10 carries for 30 yards, you know, or 30 carries for 10 yards, you know. So, and, and there's been so many instances where you think it's, it's going to be one guy dominating the backfield and it's a, it's a complete time. Excuse me. You know, you know why I said that? It's because we're wow. dealing with the same team. We're dealing with Carolina, right? You're, okay. you're dealing with Dallas and Minnesota, right? He went down last year on Carolina. Mike Davis got the majority of carries. Yeah, he'll be a, wa- a waiver wire pickup. One thing you can look at is uh, coaches have a certain thing they like to do. Some coaches like to play with uh, running back by committee. It appears that uh, the Carolina coach likes to just play with one running back. But also, to your point, though, Jerry, Royce Freeman is there. They're definitely going to bring in a veteran, especially if he's out for a while. That's how you'll know he's out for a while. If they start working out other running backs, oh, he's out yeah. for a while. Um but have you guys ever checked the roster while having sex? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> of course. All I can tell you, all I can tell you is, all I will say to that is, do not set your lineups while you're doing that, because my lineups were, with, my mind wasn't right, and my lineups were. <laughs> They were way off. I was like, I don't know why, why I feel like I don't have to play with a quarterback this week. Don't tell me you played Zach Wilson, man. 
<laughs> it felt good. It felt good. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, depending on how your team is built, uh, you know, you probably can get something good for them. If you can get a, uh, if you need a receiver, I would trade Hubbard maybe for a receiver. Just because I don't think, uh, you know, he's out for a long while. I don't, I just don't think McCaffrey's out for a long while, but you never know. Maybe he, re maybe he ripped the meat off the bone, as they call it, with you pull the hammy. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, definitely. In Dynasty, I'm thinking you hold on to him because uh, especially if he does well, that gives Carolina something to think about. Uh, so... Very true. Very true. So we got Cephas Quintez. Uh, we talked about Daniel Jones for a pickup. Any running backs you're looking at picking up right now? Uh, Jerry, you didn't give us your sleeper going in. Well, he says he doesn't want to give us his sleepers because the, uh, the opponents yeah, might be yeah, listening. Yeah, so he's... Because we're all going to be bidding uh, for the same people, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know, you so, so if I had to give you somebody, oh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Pittsburgh's tight end. You know, I can't remember <laughs> his name, but uh, he's a guy, yeah. Well, all you got to do, Jerry, all you got to do is start charging for it. I'll write some articles and start charging for this cut the content, man. Say, you want this exclusive? Here's some people that read. Oh man, yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, 
played for the Bengals in the preseason, and he averaged five yards per carry. Oh, I didn't know and, that. You know, he, he's, he's, he was versatile. They were passing it to him in college. He could catch and everything. So that's one guy I'm looking at. I like to go real deep, real deep. Yeah, no, no, you know what? It's a committee then, right? Because they don't have anyone. Sermon's injured. Uh, most are up for the season. It, it's, it's basically him, uh, Elijah Mitchell, right? Yeah. It's Patrick, and then uh, who else? Uh, yeah. Casey? Yeah, right, right, that, right. right. That's it. It's always committee there, so yeah, I, I, I'm not a total believer in Elijah Mitchell, so I like that. I like that person. I like that person. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, not and bad. Also, and also, uh, Sermon, you know, he had an injury his, history in college. Oh, and, yep. and, and so, you know, and he showed on his first carry, man, he looked like an all-star. I'm like, oh, this is what I've been waiting on. And his first yeah. damn carry, man. You see, one thing is, I don't know, guys, if they're so embarrassed from fumbling that they have to act like, oh, it was such a dramatic play and I'm hurt. So maybe he never yeah. even had a concussion. He just went out because he didn't want to go into coach's doghouse for fumbling, you know. Can't blame him for that. I don't blame him. And do excellent, you know, but yeah. if he is concussed, then hey, watch out, Jacquez Patrick, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like you that. want to blow all your fab on him too. You want to go all, all. <laughs> I, mean, I just while we were talking, I just took him him up for free, like really. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, specifically the leagues we're in together. Yep, you're in trouble. That's hilarious. Um, another guy that I'm kind of looking at, uh, it's just hard for me to really believe in this guy. But anyway, um, if you're desperate need a running back at this point, uh, Cordell Patterson is another guy I think worth looking at in PPR points per reception. Um, they throw to him a lot in the backfield. Um, Atlanta hasn't had a good game yet and he's been getting a little bit of work in these bad games and you kind of pay attention to that. And they gave him a goal line carry. So that shows you that they plan on using him inside the red zone. Uh, Mike Davis um, gets the bulk of the work. There's no doubt about that. But I, I feel like they have some plays designed specifically for Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Cordell? Cordell? Cordell. Cordell, yeah. Patterson. So I think he's... Yeah, yeah. that's funny yeah so so you know i think um you know he's worth picking up if you're in desperate need of running back because especially in points per reception uh you get his catches so even if he's not rushing too much um he's they're gonna pass to him quite a few times uh looks like atlanta's gonna be playing from behind most of the time they play the giants this week could be a shootout between both teams (laughs) could be a dang shootout um, I like that they do use him a couple times with the rushing. He's, he's not that great of a running back, but the fact that he's touching the ball, and at this point, this is right. You're, if you're picking him up, you obviously need, you're desperate for a running back, right? And I think um, this guy has big game potential because maybe he catches five passes for 40 yards, but he gets two goal line carries. So now you're looking at, what, six and six, that's 12 points, plus nine. You're looking at almost 20 points right there. So, um that would be a guy who, if you're in desperate need at running back, 
uh, that I think you can get for cheap. I don't think nobody's really too much looking at him, judging off of uh, how he went in most of the leagues I'm in. Um, some people spent about 10% of their budget for him, but uh, that that pretty much he's just going. So that would be a guy who I'm thinking of. Who you got, Neil? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. You heard? You better not be listening to another damn podcast, Neil. I thought we talked about this last time. I thought we talked about this last time. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so it's closer than we think. There we go. Again, almost like a 60 split. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Cordero, he looked very comfortable in their offense. And I saw there was one play that he made. I don't remember if it went for a touchdown or whatever, but it was a high pass. And he just grabbed it like it was nothing. And just saw that one hand continuously. I said, whoa, this, they going to test him. I think, I think they're going to catch him. He's on that Will Fuller. So, that's hilarious yeah because will fuller had, had it was having a fantastic season and then he got busted for peds and so far we don't know if he's the same or not because we haven't had a chance to see him since then uh but yeah we'll find out if if he's anything like the basketball player Rashard Lewis, remember he was never the same after he got caught <laughs> up with his. It never was the same. Um, so yeah, so that's that's uh, my guy. I think we got two more to go through. Uh, um, so who who, you, who else you thinking? No, it's fine. There's no turns. This is a guy I may or may not really value. This is a safe place. Oh. Uh, That's freaking funny. Wow. 
Wow. And let me see. Am I playing you in any leagues? This week? If I am, please play them against me. Please play them against me. Show me. Show me you truly believe. No, we're not playing against each other in any leagues. Gosh, dang it. No, they're. Now that's another. I, I mean, I agree with you. That's another guy they're gonna drug test because they're acting like Emmanuel Sanders is 22 years old. They're using right. him. I mean, I've seen him as like a possession guy in recent years. They're using him as a deep threat. Yeah, you know, if, if you're somebody who looks at air yards, he has a heck of a lot. Of air <laughs> somebody who looks at air yards. And, and so I, I can see, like, you know, and who the heck measures that? Like, you know, you just watch and see how far the ball travels. <laughs> yeah. Give like, me that damn job, man. Oh, yeah, oh man. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Yeah, you know, I like that I job. Like, girl, how many air pumps did I give her? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's for how many air pumps did I give her? Uh, yeah, I think um, you know, I agree with uh with that uh, and he's so far under the radar. I thought he was still with the Saints. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> no, I thought I thought he was still with the Broncos. <laughs> no, um, um, in all seriousness, that that's. That's a good one. Uh, he wasn't. He actually wasn't on my radar. So that was a really good one that you pulled out. You pulled out Emmanuel Sanders. Wow. Now I, I will tell you that I'm I'm almost hitting the button on, the panic button on Josh Allen. What in the world? He looks oh, like wow. he did two years ago. Yeah. Now did somebody did somebody switch his brains with with Mitch Trubisky or what's going on? Because man. Mr. Bisky looked awesome in the preseason, and Josh Allen looks like a bum. I'm like, what is going on? Very true. What is he at? Right, he's uh, looks like he's the 18th quarterback, ranked quarterback. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I took on third round. I ain't gonna lie, I took him early, man. I mean, you gotta look at the defense. Pittsburgh and he played Miami. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You took him third round? <laughs> yeah, I took him third round because I believe in him. Last year, he was connected on the deep ball at like 65%. Prior to that, it was like 35 and that's where he's at now. And so, I don't know if he, if he sold his soul to the devil or what he did last year to make some money. And he, he doesn't look like the same guy. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I I'm, think I'm, I'm a little concerned. I think Trubisky, Trubisky gave him that Space Jam ball where they suck all your talent out so that he can take over. <laughs> <laughs> Trubisky's like, I will be starting again. <laughs> so, so, guys, so don't let Trubisky make a drink for you 
at a party, man. He probably gave him a biggie. So where the, who, where the question is, who gave the ball to Trubisky in the first place? Right, right, right. That is hilarious. Who the heck gave him the ball in the first? <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some, some, yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> or, or maybe he was like one of those guys that's like, oh, okay. The, the girl girl's like, I do it, I do it. And the one is like, I don't do it. He's like, oh, yeah, I want that one. Come here. Yeah, come here. You don't do it. Come here. Right. You're going to do this. Yeah, you're going to do this. I'm telling you right now, you're going to do this. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he walked into the lobby naked. So I don't know what this guy. Is. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so that, yeah, these guys. Yeah. The, but the thing is, if it's, I, the reason why I don't think it's true is because if it was true, he would have took the money from the Texans because they were offering him a boatload. This didn't come out until he rejected their offer and said he wanted to go free agency. You know, then they released you probably, that, eh? yeah. yeah, and then they probably thought that it was going to, you know, blow over. They didn't probably think it was going to be a big deal. They probably were just using it for leverage well, negotiating, man. Yeah. Well, they probably... Coming out the woodworks that, you know. Yeah, they probably only thought it was like two. They got a job after they heard about this, and they said he did it. They're like, come on. Right. Right. The timing was convenient. That's for sure. All right, we got to get close to wrapping up. Um, So, let's see. So, so what's another guy you're looking at, Neil? Okay. And okay. Not like obviously he's probably a QB three. Yeah. Nothing special, but I mean, two of those. Who is Miami playing against? Anyone help me out there quickly? Uh, Miami plays. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're middle of the pack. I think I guess I can hold his own in a super flex. I I'd start him as my second QB. Okay. Yeah, so I think I, I think I start uh we'll get to the defenses before we close off. Um another guy that I'm looking at is uh Darius Slayton. I think uh Darius Slayton had, and I, I know, I know I'm I'm a Cowboys fan and I'm talking about all these giants that I'm gonna add. Darius Slayton uh has a special connection with Daniel Jones, right? It was evident last year they came in together uh, you know, came into the game and when he got into the game they had a connection with each other. This year, it seems like they're still kind of developing it, but he's hitting them on these deep balls. He had another touchdown that he should have had uh, where D Jones just overthrew him. It hit his hands. He probably should have caught it, but at the same time, that ball could have been just a little bit better. So, you know, it depends on how you're seeing it. With Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman doesn't think a quarterback can do no wrong, so he's always just like, oh, he put the ball right where he should have had it. Yeah. I'm like, shut up, Troy. 
Troy thinks no every quarterback, and then when a quarterback does throw a bad pass, Troy Aikman always says this. Uh, I bet you he wants to have that one back. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, you know, I, he's so one sided. I think he just, I think the receiver ran the wrong route. I'm like, no, no, no. The guy threw it into triple coverage. It doesn't matter what route the quarterback just ran. It's three people there, you go. But anyway. Uh, so I think Darius Slayton, man, he's getting, uh, Shepard is the, the man there right now. Uh, Barkley's picking up more stuff. I know, uh, Evan Ingram is coming back and that's my other, another pick for me too is Evan Ingram at tight. Basically get the Giants is what I'm saying. <laughs> but, uh, I think Darius Slayton will continue to have big playability and they have favorable matchups. Uh, especially this week, so I think he's he's a good chance. And then if you're desperate at tight end, <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed if the Giants only score seven points in this game. But if you're desperate for tight end, I think Evan Ingram put up some decent points last year in PPR, um, and he's available in a lot of leagues because people think, oh, because he's hurt and he's what in his fourth year, he hasn't really lived up to his potential, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you're desperate for a tight end, it's not too much on the think waiver wire right now. I mean, you can get him or Farrell Brown. I mean, who are you going to go with? You know, Farrell Brown, you know, so, you know, no, 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 no disrespect to Farrell Brown, uh, but it's just as far as fantasy goes. Yeah, who? <laughs> just in case, because he might be one of the listeners. He might throw me some tickets to the Texans game uh, when I come out there to Houston, H-Town. Shout out to Farrell Brown. That's what I'm going to do, just start shotting out random players that don't get shot outs and then see if they... And I'm a tag him. I'm a tag him when I post this. So shout out to Farrell Brown Eckler. We're still talking about you with the jerseys that you're giving away. Eckler's giving out jerseys um, to anybody who shows that they're in his lineup. That if you're in his lineup and you tweet it, he's gonna randomly pick it. But I do one better for you, Eckler. And you have to win your matchup. But I do one better for you, Eckler. I'm, I'm gonna mention you on my podcast. Every podcast <laughs> we're gonna mention you for right now. And uh, I want you, you know, I'm giving you a shout out. Give us a jersey. I'll raffle it off to myself. And I mean, I'm sorry, to a listener. And, uh, you know, give us an autographed jersey. I'm going to tag you in a tweet, uh, Eckler, just so you know. And I'll tell you to listen towards the end of the episode in case you don't believe me. Uh, but shout out to Austin Eckler. That's a lot of One thing I will say is I I did the math and I didn't get Eckler. I was willing to go go third round on Josh Allen, but I would not go second, third on the Eckler. I mean, he was gone by the second. But yeah, he was I gone. Just couldn't do it. Certain guys just rub me the wrong way, man. I'm just like, ah, I can't do it. 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 Can't win with them. Oh, also Austin Eckler. Also Austin Eckler. Uh, my wife now knows I'm in 18 leagues, and I could really use your help because she's a Chargers fan. She's a Chargers fan, and I could use your help if you really want to help me. Uh, and, um, you know, give an autographed jersey, man. It'd be much appreciated. And, you know, shout out to Austin Eckler. Um, so that's my other guy, Darius Slayton. I have for you guys at my all-aggression team that I go for off-the-field aggression, Joe Mixon. You know what? Be You know what's crazy about all this stuff? Is when you see the video, it's like the video just makes it. You just like, oh my, like the just. I'm not talking about his specific incident, but just incidents in general. When you see the like, these guys come out initially, hey, well, nothing really happened, da, 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 and then these videos drop, and you're like, this guy's a monster. What the hell? 
Yeah. And, and you almost see, like, to play football, I mean, it's a savage sport. It I is. Mean, it is. Any given play, you can tear your ACL. Yeah. You can, you know, like, I mean, you saw Dak Prescott. He was just running last year, you know, running, and they grabbed him and, and you know, dislocated everything. And, and the way the defenders tackle by, like, throwing their whole body on you and stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a brutal Absolutely. Sport, Absolutely. Be, you got to be sick in the head, man. That's why I don't know how people don't go ahead and give absolutely right right absolutely absolutely uh now those those are very uh good points that's hilarious yeah you gotta turn you gotta, you gotta be able to turn that damn thing off man these guys get to, but but it's also but this also um you know and we'll do a whole nother episode on this where we criticize the refs because we don't give a fuck about espn uh but but we'll talk about you know, we'll 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 talk about how the refs and and how they rule these games, and we'll talk about some of the rule changes. We'll we'll do like a thirty minute segment or something next time. Um, yeah, because something needs to be said. Man. Something needs to be said, and it's up to us guys to say something about this. Yeah, yeah, because because now you know what they're doing to try to discourage replays. They say, I don't care how obvious it is, don't overturn it. So you know, people stop doing it, and it doesn't matter how blatant the call is. They're just like, oh. We're keeping it. You, going back to another player that I recommend, I may or may not really own this guy. You don't know. But MBS, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, here's another guy. A lot of air yards. A lot of air yards. Somebody's writing it down. He has a lot of air yards. <laughs> I, will tell you, Rogers, I mean, you know, you read all the fluff out of training cap. They're like, oh, this guy is looking good. He's all, everybody's an all star. But then I watched the game, and Rogers is going out of his way to pass it to him, man. There was one that was third and two. Rodgers said, fuck the play, go deep, and he just wants it to him. That's and, funny. And Rodgers, the reason I see the difference is before Rodgers used to always be mad at NBS. NBS was always, you know, dropping the ball, making mistakes. But Rodgers was mad at himself. But rightfully so, he should have threw a better pass. But there was like three deep balls that he missed them that on. That he could have, yeah. By yeah. my count. And, you know, I, I wrote on my roster. That's about... That's about 300 yards, three touchdowns that he would have got on Monday night because the air yards are just crazy. So, I yeah. mean, MDS, look out for him. He's dominating the um, snap share. I mean, you look at behind Adams. He's he's run, He has a high snap share. He has a high um, amount of routes run. So, MBS is somebody, I think, this year, I don't know if he's a fourth year or fifth year, but it's a breakout year for him. The light has went on. <laughs> Anything new for today? Right. So it, it, it depends on the quality of pass you're getting as well uh-huh. to come under those areas. 
All right, guys, we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Because some of it is just they throw it deep just so spread the field to keep the defense honest. Yeah. So you know sometimes they're just like we want to run underneath stuff, but we need some idiot to go deep just to take the safety. All right, guys, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Uh, uh, one quick question for you, Neil. I have Higgins in a few leagues, and I'm just reading that uh, he looks like he's iffy for this game. Do you have any insight to your Bengals that you can tell us? Okay. I heard a beat writer was saying that he was going to sit. So don't quote me, but that kind of sucks because I have a lot of shows on him too. So. Okay. All right, before... Before we go, um, we'll just talk about just name a defense because we're out of time. So just name a defense you're going to stream. Uh, I'll go first. I picked Carolina. The Thursday game is over already. Um, I put Carolina Panthers in there. They were going against the backup uh, quarterback. I thought they would put up more than what they did. They gave me 10 points, which is what you start out with. But I thought they would get some turnovers and some stuff like that. But it didn't pan out. But that was mine. Uh, Jerry? <laughs> Defensive areas. I'm going with the Jets here. The Jets oh my gosh. <laughs> the Denver Broncos are favored by 10.5, right? And so you got to think about the pride. The defense is like, man, we got, we know we don't have, we have a sorry quarterback right now. For some reason, Romo thinks he's going to be great. So, hey, Romo, you know, respect the guy. Maybe he's going to be great. So that's enough because Romo says he's going to be great. The defense is going to step up for him and they're going to shut down the Broncos. All right, all right, hey, I like it. You taking risk? You taking risk? All right, we really got to go through it. Uh, uh, Neil, who you got? That's hilarious, Jerry. You. That's so talk. real talk. Real talk. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do some more episodes where we talk about some other things. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Jerry. I'm glad I finally got got us all together at the same time. I'm looking forward to doing more episodes with you guys and having you guys on. Uh, any uh, Jerry, you have any social media? Anything you want somebody to follow you on? Or shoot, I just want to know if anybody <laughs> can name one defensive player on the Jets. I don't even know who's on their defense. Oh. Man. If the real Reaper's still there. Oh my gosh, that is a good one, Neil. Neil, can you add? You you know any of them? I 
That is hilarious. That is really, really good. That is really. I, I'm thinking right now because now I'm like, man. Dude. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to cut you guys off. I'm sorry. Um, so thank you guys for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerome Tennyson. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, social media uh, at Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-E underscore T-E-N. And follow. make sure you follow the, the podcast. The podcast is Do The Math Cast um, on Twitter. So do the math cast and follow it. And we'll have more stuff going. Thank you guys for coming on to the show. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. I'm out.